Hello, I'm Casey. I'm Emily. And you're listening to A Sprinkle of Sugar, A Dash of Murder, a true crime podcast with an element of baking. Yeah. And do you have a baking? I did. (laughs) Whoa. I do have something this week. Um, So, it is buffalo chicken grilled cheese. Oh. So, it's spicy. So, Emily, I know that you're not going to like this one. Well, like, buffalo, I actually do like. Like do you really? Like buffalo spice? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so then you will it's like it. It's more like like jalapeno kind of hot. I don't like. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. Then, yeah, you'll like it. Um, So, I just took some chicken, cooked chicken, obviously, and shredded it up, and then added um, the Buffalo Wild Wings buffalo sauce Ooh. from, um, I just got it at Meyer. I bet you can get it. And Meyer's, uh, I don't know, is Meyer only in Illinois? Uh. No, it's like, but it's like definitely a Northern America, Midwest kind of okay. thing. It's not in the South. So I'm sure you can get it at your local grocery store, just the Buffalo Wild Wings buffalo sauce. Yeah. And um, I put that on the chicken and then I took some pepper jack cheese, which I won't, I won't do that on yours. I'll probably just put like, <laughs> I don't even know what kind of cheese would be good. What other cheese? Mm. Whatever. I don't know. Any basically <laughs> anything else. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I'll I'll put some cheese on yours. But I put pepper jack cheese on mine and then I put some garlic butter on either sides of the bread and grilled it on the nice. stove. So um or like cooked it on the made a grilled cheese, you know. Yeah. Uh so yeah. It so good. Um mm. I saw the recipe on TikTok. Oh my gosh, we love TikTok. I, <laughs> I know. a lot from TikTok. I do too. So, um, I don't know what this one's after. Buffalo Bill? I don't know. I, didn't, I don't even have, <laughs> do you have any facts about Buffalo Bill? No. no. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> so, I guess it doesn't really apply. Is he real? <laughs> I, I, I know he's definitely, like, based off of someone, I think, like Ed Gein, but I don't know <laughs> Buffalo that? Bill's actually real. <laughs> from Silence of the Lambs. It's so funny. Okay, so let's see. This is our very first fact. Is Buffalo Bill real? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so his name is... Oh, no, he's a fictional character. (laughs) James Gum, known by the nickname Buffalo Bill, is a fictional character and the main antagonist of Thomas Harrison's 1988 novel, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But he was inspired by a real person. So... (laughs) Yeah. Oh, gosh. That's funny. <laughs> but we can say that, though. It'll count, because Silence of the Lambs is such a good movie. Yeah, I think it's after it's after Ed Gein. Ed Gein? Gein, yeah. Gein. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's who he's really named after. So we'll have to do that one sometime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, so, yeah, um, this week we decided to switch it up a little bit. Yeah. We decided that we are going to do... Kind of a trivia slash just f- facts um, yeah. about true crime. Mm-hmm. So different forensics, um, last words, Ooh, last yeah, meals, I love last words. yeah, <laughs> and um, a few just yeah little facts here and there that we just find really interesting and yeah. Um, in no way are we making this actually, like sport, you know? Yeah. Like, in no way do we want to minimize anybody's pain or suffering. So we aren't, like, naming victims and we're not talking about, like, necessarily, like, how people died. Like, we're not making that into a, a game. Right. No. Um. It's just little facts here and there that we find interesting. Yeah. And we all, a lot of, I mean, if you're listening to these true crime podcasts, you know these stories, and so you find it interesting knowing these little facts and tidbits about it. Yeah. If you're like us. I'm, I think today what we have done is, like, you know, every episode we have a question, like, what, what is that? And then we have to, like, look it up. So today is kind of about, like, the things we have to Google, like, that we were, like, what is this? Exactly. And, you know, like, like facts. If, and Like if Buffalo Bill is real. Yeah. <laughs> Just like that. So. <laughs> All right. Hopefully so. it's, like, educational for you. As yes. well as us. we I learned a lot so far. Yeah, me too. And also, I think it's going to spark up a lot of really interesting conversations. Yeah. Like, each one of my things, I think, can... I mean, it won't be. I'll try to cut it short. But each one of my questions or facts could be a 
15 minute segment i feel like okay (laughs) because you could just talk about it for so long Mm -hmm. all right well how about you start okay (laughs) so did you know that there's actually a section in america where it's totally legal to commit murder uh is it like one of those things where it's in the middle of the ocean well no that's no that's not america yeah middle of lake michigan i don't know no it's Nothing to do with water, but it's actually a 50-square section in Yellowstone National Park. <gasps> what? Isn't that weird? Okay. So, I, I, like, have heard of this before, but I totally forgot about it. So, for that, like, 50 miles within Yellowstone, it crosses parts of Wyoming, Idaho, and Montana. So, it technically has, like, no jurisdiction, and since there's no population in that 50 mile area there's no jury so like because nobody lives there there's yeah, no population right. so it's just like this lawless section of america where you could tech you could murder somebody and no nobody could do anything about it not that you should but like <laughs> i wonder it's so weird yeah so i'm trying to think of how it could how it could go or how you could still catch somebody i yeah. feel like you could still at least get them for kidnapping because they're kidnapped from a certain location. True. And then taken to that location. So maybe you can still, they can still go down yeah. for kidnapping. Yeah. I don't mean, I've always wanted to go to Yellowstone. Have you been? No, I haven't. Okay, me either. But I would like to bring a map. So <laughs> I mean, like, when we go with my family or whoever comes with me, I'd be like, we're not going to walk on this <laughs> just in case there's someone there waiting. Right. Well, does uh, that mean that, what if you get lost in that area, does that mean no one will come and find you? That's a good question. Right? I (laughs) I mean, it's technically still, it's part of Yellowstone, so I guess if they're searching Yellowstone, they would, but if they found your dead body there, they'd be like, well, that's the end of that story. (laughs) Like, oh my God. Oh, we got another one over here. That's crazy. I know. I wonder how many people know that. I mean, it's well, out there. Yeah. <laughs> now more people know that. <laughs> yeah, now, now we've let people know. Oh, maybe I should have left that one out. <laughs> oh, that's good. Don't murder people. <laughs> ever. No matter what, if it's legal or not. Advice from Emily. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Um, so let me see if you know this one. Okay. The most prolific serial killer in the U.S., is it, like, some guy, something Shipman? Whoa, no. Yeah. Okay. For those of you that don't know, that's Emily's last that name. That is my last name, which is why I hate it, because I know there is a serial killer whose last name is Shipman, and he has a pretty high Oh. Thing. We'll do him someday. Yeah, we have they, to We spell him. it differently, though. He doesn't oh. have the C. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. So it's not a relative. He's not fancy like me. <laughs> <laughs> not a relative, no. <laughs> okay, okay, so... I, guess, um, I don't know. You know, I think it used to be the Green River Killer. Oh, yeah. But not anymore. Okay. Now it is um, Samuel Little. Oh, duh. Yeah. Isn't, I think he just confessed and everything in like 2018. Yeah, it was pretty recent, just a few years ago. Right. Oh, my so, gosh. And, but he committed a lot of his murders in like the 1970s and uh, like through. That was the time. Yeah. All the way up to 2005 though. Oh, wow. Yeah. And one creepy thing about him is he drew pictures, like detailed pictures of his victims. Oh, to show ew. Yeah. To show police. And Ooh. I think he made some kind of plea deal um, where he told police where a lot of his victims were. Mm. Yeah. So, so he didn't get like death penalty. Do you think? I think he's dead now, though. Oh, okay. I think he's died in jail, but he. I don't think he got death penalty. I'm not sure. Dang. But yeah, ninety three women. Wow, that's they were all many. women. I think so. Wow. Maybe one man here and there. You know. Yeah. We got that many. Ugh. Who knows? But ninety three. That's insane. And that's how many he confessed to. I think that they've proven. I think like around fifty is they found. Well, maybe On not top found. Of that? No, oh. like th- he confessed to ninety three, oh, okay. yeah. but they've been able to. What is the word I'm looking for? Um, identify. Identify. Yeah. Okay. Fifty of the women. Fifty of the murders. Wow. Right. Ugh. Crazy. What a terrible person. Yeah, I know. 
I was looking at it and like just pictures of him give me the heebie-jeebies. Mm-hmm. I mean, people who like he gives the he gave like the drawings and so many details. I don't people like him who went years and years and years without being found. Mm-hmm. And then they just like give everything. Like and, they talk so much. Like what the heck is that? Well, and the fact that he remembers their faces yeah. so well is so Ooh. creepy. I forget what I had for breakfast last week. Well, I guess something like that would probably stick with you more because <laughs> it's traumatic and like. Well, when it's when you do it ninety three times, I think that you kind of right think less like, of it. Yeah. Ugh. We'll have to cover him. Too. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. Um. Okay. Now your turn. Okay. So. There is a case that was largely assisted in finding the killer by a true crime author, an enthusiast, and she did tons of detective work for it, just, like, on her own, because um, she became, like, obsessed with it, and you... Have you heard of this? Do you no. know this case? No, I don't. Okay, so it was actually really recent. It's the Golden State Killer case, who was caught in 2019? Yeah. 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 2018, 2019. And um, her name was Michelle McNamara. And she wrote the book, I'll Be Gone in the Dark. And then there's also an HBO documentary, which is really, really good. I would really recommend it. But um, that, that case is so crazy because that's another one where he was recently caught, but his crimes were happening in like the 70s. Right. And, and everyone knows the Golden State Killer. Yeah. And she was actually the one, Michelle, who came up with that name. Because he was not called that before she started working and f- on her research and stuff. He was called, like, uh, Eron's, which is East Area Rapist or Original Night Stalker. So, wow. Yeah. Which is, you know, Night Stalker is what they call Richard Ramirez. But yeah. he's called Original Night Stalker. Uh, Golden State Killer is way better. Yeah, I know. When it comes to Because it, it was all over California, too. Well, like, Sacramento... Mm-hmm. different kind of cities yeah but i just thought it was so interesting because the especially her book and the documentary that's called the same thing i'll be gone in the dark it's from her perspective it's looking at this case from not someone who's a detective not someone who's a cop but people like us she's a true crime enthusiast and author right. and she did so much and like when she found evidence and stuff she would give it to the police and the police like credit her a lot for solving this crime so wow that's amazing yeah Yeah. she passed away unfortunately oh but yeah that's crazy yeah that's wait so she's you said that she passed away yeah old age no it was really it's really sad um she got a lot of anxiety and a lot of sleeping problems from like dedicating her entire life pretty much to like writing this book and trying to finish it and like I guess she was having bad nightmares because of all the stuff she was finding and she accidentally overdosed on like sleeping pills. Wow. Yeah. Oh that's that's unfortunate. Another really interesting part of her life not the case but she's married or was married to Patton Oswalt the, the actor um and he's a comedian and I had no idea he was like associated through this with this case through her but I was watching the documentary I was like Oh, my God. It's, <laughs> it's Pat Oswald. It's Remy the Rat from Ratatouille. Like, oh. that's him. He's the voice of Remy. And, you know, he does a lot of other things. But, like, everyone knows Disney. Yeah, right. So, yeah. And I was like, why is Pat Oswald in this documentary about the Golden State Killer? And then I realized he was married to her. And I was like, No what? way. That's nuts. So, yeah. If, it's a really interesting perspective of looking at a case, like, through her. So, if anyone's interested, definitely check it out. Right. But, yeah. All right. Um, do you recognize? So I did. I already mentioned this. Um, the Green River Killer. Yeah, I've he- definitely heard of him, but I kind of have forgotten like details. Yeah. So his name is Gary Ridgway. Okay. He, I think, was the yeah. Like I said earlier, was the original most prolific serial killer until Samuel mm. Little came forward. Um, with. 49, at least 49 women, but he claims it to be closer to 75 to 80 women. Yeah, and he... Did you say, sorry, what years he was? 
I think it was around the same time, but no, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. Oh, say you know, it, it was the seventies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> safe bet to say the seventies. Okay, th- I'm not saying this like to be in. <laughs> it's literally called the golden age of serial killing, though. That like that's the literal term for really? seventies and eighties because it I'm, was. It was. I'm not surprised. I mean, now it's harder to get away with things with all the forensics. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. But I mean, who knows? Honestly, mm, maybe yeah. people just haven't been caught yet. One of my statistics is how many serial killers they think are still out there right now. Yikes. I'm interested to hear that. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so I guess we have to cover, I mean, like I said, people have heard of the Green River Killer. And the reason, do you know why he got his nickname? No. It's just because he, that's where they found a lot of his victims. Oh, the yeah. Green River. Is yeah. that a, that's a specific name of a river. Yes, I think okay. so. Yeah, Ooh. it was along it was along the river bank is where he had a lot of his victims. Once again, yes. mainly women. Yeah, it, it, I mean it's not surprising, but like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying I want men to be murdered too, but like, <laughs> why? Switch it up. No, why? <laughs> I think it's a lot. It's probably sexual driven yeah, and, yeah. and man dominating probably which is yeah. and i actually um think a lot of it's because of the um i think at least gary ridgeway picked up prostitutes often mm. so i think that yeah. that that tends to be a like i feel like when a lot of men are dying it's homeless men when a lot of women are dying right. it's a lot of prostitutes which yeah. is unfortunate people who aren't looked after more you know right what I'm exactly like people think that they won't be missed right yeah okay okay so we talked about this in a previous episode i wanted to see if you remembered um if what the difference is between sociopath and psychopath Ooh. okay so s- sociopaths still have some kind of moral code no mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. yeah um psychopaths like, sociopaths almost have a reason for what they're doing. No, I can't remember. Tell me. Okay, you're kind of <laughs> on to something. Yeah, that sociopaths tend to have, like, circumstantial issues, like bad childhood okay. and things like that. Um, and, yeah, they sociopaths kind of have emotional outbursts and they have a conscience, but a weak one. Ah, uh, so, yes, I remember. Like you were saying, yeah. But psychopaths are, they have no previous circumstances like, good households, good whatever background, and they have no conscience at all. They're the ones who are good actors. Right. Yeah. I think that the names fit... I feel like psychopath versus sociopath. Saying psychopath... I think psychopath is a little bit more abrasive. Like, it's more... It's scarier. Yeah, yeah. Which is true with the actual definition of psychopaths. Mm -hmm. Like, because it could be anyone. Anyone. In any family. Randomly, yeah. Any background. I do think psychopaths are scarier than sociopaths. Because sociopaths have, like, signs and they can't blend in well with society. But oh, psychopaths yeah. can blend in well with society. Right. So, like, if you if you saw a sociopath and you were like, you know what, they're really weird. I'm going to stay away from them. But you wouldn't be able to stay away from a psychopath because you'd probably think they're normal. Right. You know that one popular song right now where everyone's like... Like a damn sociopath. Nope. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Wait. Okay, you gotta... I don't know if you can... Oh, that was cute. Add in a little sound, a little blurb. Good for you. Like a damn sociopath. <laughs> Come I've on. N- I've never heard that song. Just, like, random snippets on TikTok. It should be psychopath. <laughs> that was my whole it point. It should be. Yes. She got it wrong. She got the, she got the word wrong. Uh, I'm not saying she's not a good singer, but... I it's, don't know. I don't. It's way blown up right now. Yeah. No, I I found this video. Like I said, I've never heard the song. I don't know the album. But this whole album apparently is about her breakup with this guy. Mm-hmm. And um, I, some guy on TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> and TikTok. Said, uh, like, made a video of Good For You from the boyfriend's perspective. And I saw that video first. So then ever since I listened to, like parts of her version i'm like you know what i'm kind of on the boyfriend's side i'm <laughs> mad at him for no reason <laughs> so right i think i <laughs> automatically I, made it annoying to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, that was. I I actually think I heard that too, and he's kind of like, "You broke up with me." Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't even know the whole look, but that's actually based off like real life. I think. Yeah. He actually left. I don't even know. Actually, I'm talking about my life. But talking about my booty. I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) So I I bet you know this one. So it's gonna be this gonna be a trivia question. Um. What was the n- nickname for H.H. H. Holmes Hotel? Oh. <gasps> I want to say, like, the murder hotel, but I don't think that's, that's it. Like, got one word right. <laughs> oh. Hotel? Nope. Murder. Okay. Murder. Murder. Palace. The murder palace. You're going to be like, no. No. <laughs> okay, I give up. <laughs> murder castle. Oh, it was close. It yeah, was so that close. was close. Yeah, murder castle Duh. was the hotel. Wow. <laughs> I, I How could I forget? I don't know. I, I bet they referenced it in that book you read. They did, for sure. What was the name of that book, just to drop it really quick? Oh, um, Devil in the White City. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. That's my, that's my one fact, yeah. Okay. Um, well, mine is also short, but do you know... The Muffin what? Man? <laughs> <laughs> Who lives on Drury Lane? <laughs> um, I wish I did. But anyway. Um, do you know what percentage of true crime viewers are... Viewers, I mean, like, people who listen to it and stuff, or watch shows, are women? So how many are women? And it's a percentage? Yeah. I would probably say, like, 90 or more. 90? Close. It's close. What is it? It's 80%. Wow. I'm not surprised. Yeah. That's so crazy. My mom has a podcast as well, and they just did an episode of why women are obsessed with true crime. Why women are obsessed with true crime. Yeah. What do they say? What are their guesses? So they said basically the same stuff as us. Like, it's about fear Mm -hmm. and wanting to educate yourself. Um, Kind of escapism. Because you're, af- most women are afraid this is going to happen to them, so they feel they can try and prepare themselves through these scenarios watching it. Um, it is true. I yeah. mean, I'm never gonna let an unmarked police car pull me over. Yeah. Um, things like that, and just like investigation, curiosity. Right. Things like that. Yeah, l- yeah. learning about that stuff too, though, I feel like that's like an added perk. Yeah. Like, initially... You want to, like, learn more about what you're scared of. hmm And then I think that, like, learning about the investigation and hearing the forensics, forensic side of things is just, like, an added perk. Like, it's really cool. Yeah. Oh, and then the other thing they said was that women tend to be more sympathetic about victims. And there's kind of that big factor of feeling a lot of sympathy and, like, I don't know, that women are able to feel that kind of empathy towards victims. I mean, maybe we tend to, like, read into what they might have been feeling at the time more so than, like, a man. Because I feel, I mean, this is kind of just, like, I don't know. I just feel like, um, at least when I'm comparing my husband and I, Mm -hmm. I, someone says something. And I don't necessarily, I read into it a lot, you know? Like, I pay attention to what their face says while they're saying it, where their eyes are, you know, how they're standing. I pay attention to all of that. Whereas, if I, if my husband hears someone say something, he takes it as what they're saying directly, Mm -hmm. doesn't read into it at all. Yeah. So, I think that if it would be more boring for him, because, you know, he hears, okay, a woman was in her home and she was... Like, in her home with her family and she was killed. I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Imagine that that fear she must have felt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, I don't feel like Kendrick, my husband, would, would think like that. Yeah. I would so agree I think that's that. a good yeah. point. Yeah. So, this is another question. You okay. better not get this one wrong. Oh, God. <laughs> still embarrassed by the last one. <laughs> so, Ted Bundy, oh. you know, obviously had a life before he was caught. Right. He had a one very bizarre job. What was it? God. Uh, well, I know he was trying to be a lawyer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he but was. But I don't think that's what you're talking about. No, this um, one's even more ironic. A priest? No. Okay. <laughs> that's a good I one. I don't know. No, um, suicide prevention hotline. Really? Yeah. Oh, and my I had, God. And I've heard that in, um, there's that one documentary that came out on Netflix a while back. And, yeah. Suicide Prevention Hotline. Wow. So, 
literally talking people off the ledge, convincing people not to kill themselves, yet he kills people. I That makes no sense. True psychopath. Like, yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, that is psychopath. Yeah. For sure. Bizarre. I mean, yes. So, like, imagine being... I Like, you wouldn't know. It's not like they tell you their name. So you wouldn't know... But if you had called a suicide prevention hotline around the time, there could have been a chance you talked to Ted Bundy and he talked you off the ledge. Oh my God, that's crazy. Yeah. Ugh. And I that's think so that weird. I think that in the documentary, one of the women that he worked with, like, was actually interviewed and said like he did an amazing job and like was really good at it too. That's so strange. Like the way your brain works and like. It, he saved lives, mm-hmm. but then also, t- like, took lives, obviously. Mm-hmm. I, ugh, how could you be two different people? Right? And that's exactly, like, it's almost like he thinks that, it's not like he's sitting there thinking of how messed up it is. It's like, mm-hmm. he, he, I think he's just two different people in his mind. Like, there's yeah. this Ted who's a good guy who helps people, and then there's a Ted that kills people, you know? Yeah. Literally, like, flipping on a switch. Mm-hmm. Nutty. No. Okay, so this one is so gross. I'm so sorry, but <laughs> I was I was in shock. Okay, so, you know, you know what necrophilia is, yes? Yes. Okay, it's when someone, if you don't know, likes to have, like, sex with a dead body. Blech. Yeah, disgusting. Um, you'd think there are laws against that, but actually... <laughs> In at least 20 states in America, there is no laws at all against necrophilia. It's totally legal. You can do it if you want to. In at least 20 states. And then in other states, it's, um, in some states, it's a felony offense, but in other states, it's a misdemeanor. So, I mean, it's just so weird. Like, can we all just, as 50 states agree that it should be totally against the law? (laughs) And why? Why? It's just that, like... It's implied, like, hey, you shouldn't do this. So, like, they Pretty don't much. feel like they need to make a law against it. I guess so. But people, I mean, it has a name. People do it. Hi. <laughs> Casey. We're recording, and Casey has the baby oh, yeah. laying on her chest, and then her dog, Rooster, has his face really close <laughs> to the baby, so the gang's all here. Yeah, like, literally, <laughs> Rooster's trying to get up he's on my lap, too, and literally. he's a big dog. <laughs> okay. All right, um... Let's see. Okay, I can't remember. I this is horrible. Did we do a um a podcast yet on Nanny Doss? No, but I know who she is. Okay. Mhm. Because she sounds very familiar like when comparing her to other people that we've covered. Yeah. She it actually like because we we cover a lot of women and a lot of women tend to kill their husbands for money. Yes. And that's uh-huh. that's essentially what Nanny Doss did. Yeah. Um but do you know her nickname? Um the Granny the Granny Killer or something. Granny something. It's creepy. Giggling Granny. Yes, yes. I yeah. have a book about her actually. Really? Uh-huh. Well, it's she, there's a chapter on her in the book. Yeah, and so the reason why she get, gets the name the Giggling Granny is because she would laugh every time she would tell the story of how she killed her husbands. Mm-hmm. Oh, which goodness. she killed four of them. Yeah. I think she she killed like a total of 12 of her family uh, members. Yeah, I think she did poison. Yes. Which they say is a woman's weapon. But yes. Yeah. You know, honestly, I would probably, I would poison if i if i had to it would be poison Hmm. (laughs) just saying (laughs) all right don't say you've never thought about it (laughs) you've never planned your perfect murder no (laughs) all right i don't know i've thought about like if i absolutely had to like someone was attacking me what i would try and do but yeah like that kind of situation yeah (laughs) Uh, like i didn't realize hmm. how messed up i was i'm not not homicidal let's just start there i'm not homicidal (laughs) 
I never will be. I'm a nurse. I help people. Okay. Do no harm. <laughs> yes, okay. do no harm. Okay, go on. All right. So, there, the Chicago Tribune did a study about temperature and crimes, and they found that the rate of some crimes goes up when it's hot days, like assault, shooting, and theft, and vandalism, but temperature has no effect on homicide or drug-related crimes. Oh. Which you would think that, like, I thought instinctively, I was like, okay, yeah, like, hot days, everyone kind of knows crime kind of shoots up, but, like, it's very interesting. Like, drug-related and homicide have no effect if it's cold or a hot day. Well, I feel like if you're going to kill someone, the temperature is not... Like, I feel like a lot of time when you kill someone, it's premeditated. Yeah. And it's just not necessarily, like... You're not going to care about how hot it is. Yeah. And then drugs, I think you're just going to have them either way. That's true. Yeah. You don't... You don't care what day it is you want your drugs. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I know, I think I read that, too, or I read something similar, because the reason why was bizarre to me. I was thinking, like, the reason why is because people can be out more, you know, you're interacting with people more, so that's why, mm-hmm. and that might be a little bit related, but yeah. this article was saying that it's because it's the warmer weather causes people to think, like, to to not think about the future as much. Yeah. You're more irrational. And that totally makes sense. Yeah. Because, I mean, haven't you ever heard of, like, oh, down in Florida or down the Keys, um, they're on vacation time always. Yeah. Even, like, people that work there, they're on vacation time because you're down in this tropical place and you're, like, so you don't really, like, mm-hmm. think too much into the future. You just do it, do it when it gets done. Yeah. So, I told I can totally see that. Yeah. And it, even with me, when it gets warmer out, like, I'm just like, oh, I'll get it, get to it when I get to it. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. If it's a it, nice we're enjoying day, life. Like, I don't want to do things. I just want to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I totally understand it. Not so much the, I get why. Yeah. I, oh, so does Shilly. Yeah, she, she gets it. <laughs> okay, my turn. <laughs> Okay, so one fun fact about Emily and I is when we were in high school, we went to California together. Oh yeah, and did. we uh, we went to San Francisco and toured Alcatraz. Mm-hmm. So on this tour, we learned about a man named John Dillinger, and he how he had escaped. Yeah. Um. So we actually saw the prison cell that he escaped from, and saw his whole escape route. So what he did, do you, do you know what he used to, or do you remember what he used to escape? Because I forgot about this. Like, for in the water? Didn't he, like, make a raft or something? Oh, yeah. I think he, someone did something like that. Yeah, I don't know if it's the same guy, but somebody attempted to make, like, a raft out of scraps and stuff that yeah. they found. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I do remember that, but no, um, he, he had a wooden gun. He oh. whittled himself a wooden gun convinced the guards that it was real somehow cornered them and convinced them to open up his cell so they let him out then he got a hold of two machine guns what yeah uh and used those to put guards and other people that were in the jail like not like prisoners but yeah um other workers in the prison into a cell and locked him up in there. How can and they then not tell it's escaped. wooden? I know. <laughs> Have you ever seen the other guys? Yes. <laughs> he has the wooden gun and slaps yeah. him with it. Like, what is this going to do? That's what I think of. Right. So, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, and uh, John Dillinger, I mean, he's, this is kind of his forte, though, because he's actually known, um, he's one of the most famous bank robbers in U.S. history. Oh, and I don't think that's his first okay. jail he escaped from either. I mean, where did he? Yeah, where did he get the wood too to right. carve into a gun? Right. Who gave him that? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen those point. cells. They're all cemented in iron. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. I don't know how he got the wood. He must. 
be kind of smart. <laughs> must be kind of clever. But he actually did a lot of his crime in Illinois and Indiana. So kind of in our mm. area. Like another prisoner. Oh, yes. A famous prisoner of Alcatraz, Al Capone. Yes, ma'am. How did he end up in San Francisco? I don't. We'll have to do that someday. <laughs> Al Capone? Yeah. Do I you remember? Know. Yeah. Colorful track record. I don't know. He's got, you know, people kind of like him still in Chicago yeah. where we're from. People, got... people know Al Capone. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who I could, like, people might not necessarily know what he did, but everyone knows the name Al Capone. Yeah. That's horrible. Dude. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, do you know what year lethal injections became method of execution? I feel like it's fairly recent. Kind of. Like, it was it was later than I thought it was. Like 2000s? No. Earlier. Earlier than that? I don't know. In 1977. Oh, okay. Actually, that's that's um earlier than I thought it would have been. Yeah, me too. That's it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because the thing is, I thought that, like, they... Do you still have the option, like, because there's firing squad, lethal injection, the chair. Mm-hmm. Do you still have options, or is it, like, state by state? It's by state, but, um... Actually, that was, like, another one of my... I'll just tie them all together. Okay. Because, um... Hanging is still legal... Oh, but only in Washington, Delaware, and New Hampshire. But none of those states have had any hanging since 1996. And then death by gas chamber is still allowed in Arizona, Missouri, and Wyoming. But again, none of nobody has been executed that way since 1999. So everywhere else, it's lethal injection. Injection okay. now. Yeah. Is firing squad even a thing then? No. Oh. <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. I don't. I just know that it was an option or... I, whenever I think of that, I think of, like, the execution of, like, the Russian royal family and the their oh. civil war or, like, wartime oh. kind of stuff, not, like, legally. So that's long, yeah, that's yeah. a while ago. Okay. All right. So, um, Eileen Pittman, she was a prostitute that killed a lot of her clients Ooh. Um, I, I don't know how many she killed, but she actually ended up getting the life, uh, or, um, the death sentence of the life sentence, the life sentence, <laughs> the death sentence. And, um, she was executed by lethal injection. Oh, guess she had three last words. They're, they're kind of creepy. Okay. She said, I'll be back. <laughs> oh, right. Wow, That's, that would, if I were the person, like, who had to execute her, I yeah. would be freaked out. I would, right. I would like, think about that to my dying day. Yeah, <laughs> Ugh, that'd be so creepy. Ugh. What a thing back. to say, though, because you know that would get, even if you're like, this is all bullshit, like, I know this is going to get under someone's skin. Like, right. Oh, man. And I wonder how she said it, too. I, I would not want to hear it, actually. Yeah, no. <laughs> this one is really short really random but i thought it was kind of funny i don't know why um do you know what the most stolen vehicle in america is Guess. i feel like like the honda civic oh my god you're so close oh. <laughs> it's a honda accord oh the wow i never would have guessed it because well, it's such an unassuming car but it's like yeah. common i well that's what i was gonna say is i feel like it, I said Honda Civics. I feel like it's like, you know, you see him on the street a lot. Yeah. Oh, you were so close. <laughs> wow. Man, I don't. Well, I went to set a cord, but I don't really know cars. I don't either. So I would have been like, what? What car do people want? A Jeep? I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Oh, that's a good point. But yeah, I my first thought was okay, something common mm-hmm. and something inconspicuous. Yep. Is that's exactly right. Oh. And that's why? Yeah, that's why. Oh. <laughs> You're I on top of it. I'm a good car thief. <laughs> so I'm homicidal. I'm a car thief. We are really figuring out a lot about Casey Literally. here. Okay. <laughs> um, well, my I, these ones are actually really interesting to me. Um, I looked up a list 
this is off of um, SpoonUniversity.com, mm-hmm. posting different articles. And one of the articles that it posts posted was talking about um, people that were on the death sentence, what their last meals were. Ooh. Yeah, I, we're very interested in that kind yes. of stuff. So, I'll just go through a couple. We all know John Wayne Gacy. Mm-hmm. He is the clown guy. Yes. 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 And he was actually in our area, too. Illinois. Jeez. <laughs> Illinois. You know, we that's weird. It. Oh, no, it's not weird with your weather fact because killing still happens anyway. Yeah. But I feel like a lot people are just bored in Illinois. Just Literally. You need to find a hobby, a better hobby. <laughs> if you're not in Chicago, you're bored most yeah. of the time. <laughs> Pretty much. That's why everywhere you vacation, you always are surrounded by people from Illinois. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've, I've noticed that. Like, oh, you're from... I, there's been so many times when I'm on vacation, and I will run into someone that's from our area. Yeah, that's weird. One time, I went to... No, when we went to San Francisco, and... Um, remembered that the yeah people high are school, always leaving yeah high school student we were classmates with him he was on the same flight with us to San Francisco when we went so yeah it's interesting and that never happens to me where I know someone though but I don't know a lot of people mm-hmm. <laughs> so I guess that's true same that's the point okay oh sorry Joe okay so so the wait so the meals oh, okay so oh, yeah <laughs> John Wayne Gacy. He ordered, well, I mean, he murdered 33 young men and boys, so he got the death sentence, and his last meal was 12 fried shrimp, a bucket of KFC fried chicken, french fries, and a pound of strawberries. Oh my gosh, what a... Interesting mix. Right, like, okay, the fried Pound of strawberries. Exactly. Um... You know, it sounds like a good meal though. At not this, lie. right? <laughs> I I like food too much. I would definitely ask for like the works or whatever. But I think also if I had like a really demented mind and I just oh, wanted God. like if I wanted to be like Eileen and just freak people out as I was going out, I would be like this guy, Victor Feg. Figure, figure. He um, was the last person executed in Iowa. Apparently, he uh, was charged with murder after abducting and killing a doctor. Oh, so his last meal was a single olive with the pit left in it. What a waste! What a single olive! Ew. Well, I don't he even like says, olives. He thinks that um, the pit would grow on an olive tree inside of him, and it ironically symbolized peace. What? Apparently. That's what this article what, like, says. Like the olive branch of peace. Oh, I see. Yeah. Studying an olive branch. Yeah, probably. Well, that is very metaphorical, and you're just going to die anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think that the tree will... F- grow through the casket no but good try through your stomach yeah right the casket no but oh that's weird though yeah just one single olive no not for me maybe well don't you want to water it and like plant it so maybe eat some dirt and drink some water (laughs) with it drink some fertilizer (laughs) so bizarre Dying anyway, just take some fertilizer. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, Let's see. Another one. David Edwin Mason. He he was charged with four counts of murder after robbing and beating and strangling four elderly people. So he got the death sentence. His last meal that he requested was a glass of water. Ice water. That's it? Yeah, that's it. I wonder, I guess maybe in prison they don't even, they might not serve ice water. Maybe not. Do you remember when we were in Canada and we were, so we were away from civilization for eight days. Yeah. All of our water had to be filtered through and boiled and. Mm -hmm. From the lakes and rivers. Yeah, directly from the lake. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 
don't you remember how much we'd sit around the campfire and talk about how much we wanted a cold glass of water? We talked about that and food so much in those (laughs) those 10 days in the wilderness. Yeah, right. That was our main source of conversation was just what we wanted to eat. We were like, what meal are we going to eat when we get back? Yeah. Yeah, like... Oh, man. But ice water would have been so good. That was a big topic of conversation of how much we wanted just a glass of ice water. Yeah. That's so funny. So, yeah. yeah um, maybe he hasn't had ice water and he just, like, rem- just pictured it and was like, that just would be so mm, refreshing. Quality H2O. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so well, at least he was hydrated before he died. Right. <laughs> Hydrate and dehydrate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm funny. Let's see. Is there any other weird ones? You know, like, the other ones I understand, like, this guy named Timothy McVeigh. He had some mint chocolate chip ice cream. Mm. Um, somebody ordered a glass of wine. Just a bottle. Sorry, a bottle of red wine. Go out a little tipsy. <laughs> Te- oh, but Ted Bundy? He refused to make any special requests. But really, wasn't he like denying? He said he was innocent, right? Like the whole time. So he, I think he was kind of in denial the whole time, all the way up till he was executed. That it wasn't gonna much. happen. Yeah, I think that he thought that it wasn't gonna happen the whole time. Yeah. So maybe that's why. Um, but yeah, so he refused his, and then they gave him, you know, the typical meal, which is so bizarre to me. Because, so, like, if you don't order a meal, what they'll give you is um, steak done medium rare, eggs over easy, toast with butter and jelly, milk, coffee, juice, and hash browns. Oh, that sounds so good. It's, yes. That's what I would want. Exactly. <sighs> That's the thing, is it sounds so good. So why, are, why are we doing this? I mean, is it just, like, like, we're already killing someone, essentially. Literally. So I just want to know, in in our minds, why are we like, you know what? Might as well give him a good meal. We're killing him. We got to give him a good yeah, meal on his way out. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I get it. Like, I guess it's... It's it's like a humanity thing, but... Yeah. Because it would be inhumane to give him something that's purposely bad. <laughs> but also... A soggy, bad bowl of yeah, SpaghettiOs. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, you don't want to request anything? Okay, you get nothing. But at the same time, why is, like, the last meal such a, like, why is that something humane so that respected. we give? Yeah, right. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And, like, I'm not saying that we shouldn't. I just don't understand the human brain to be like, you know what? Let's do this. And everyone's mm-hmm. kind of on board with it. Everyone's like, you know, you you need a good last meal. Yeah. We're well, killing you. We just respect food so much in America. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, you know what? At least you get to eat. At least we're giving you food. Yeah. So what, we're killing you. I've always wondered about last meals, too. Is it, like, right before your execution? Or is it, like, your last dinner before the day before breakfast? I don't know. Right. Like, breakfast that morning. Who knows? That's I, It probably is around a meal time. <laughs> but, the, yeah, I mean, you're not even hungry about it. Or at all, because you're thinking about it. Yeah. I mean, how who can really enjoy something worldly when you're thinking about the fact that you're going to die? Yeah. Ugh. It just blows my mind. Yeah. Last meal's... I don't know it's where... It's interesting, yeah, but I it's don't, weird. I don't know where I stand with it, either. Yeah. I do... I agree. I think it's it's inhumane to give them something bad on purpose. Mm-hmm. But also, like, just... To give them the standard meal and then that be the standard meal. Yeah. It confuses me. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. But, yes, it sounds good. So, in order coffee, who was it? A woman named Eileen Warnos. <gasps> oh, we're definitely going to talk about her. Oh, really? Um, oh, yeah. She was a former sex worker. Yes, she, she was another one who killed people she, she who hired her. As a prostitute. Is that the same Eileen? I mean, I cu- I was talking about Eileen Pittman. Mm. But could it be the same Eileen? I don't know. I've only ever heard Eileen Warnos. I've never heard Pittman. And I've, like... No. Oh, wait. Keith Pittman Eileen Warnos. No. They're the same person. 
Really? Yeah. Oh. Eileen Warnos in full. Eileen Warnos. Carol Warnos. Originally Eileen Pittman. Oh, I was wrong. So it's the same person. So yeah, the person that I was talking about that said I'll be back also ordered a cup of black coffee. Oh. That was it. Yeah, I I know. I've watched a movie. There's a good movie about her called Monster. And yes, okay, yeah, yeah we are talking about the same mm-hmm. person. And she, well, a oh. version of her is also an American oh. Horror Story season five. Oh, um, yeah, definitely. Her case is. They paint her very sympathetically. Oh, in do they? the movie, but they also are like, yeah, you're also a monster, though, but. So I mean, it's weird the way they do it. But. She's killing people, but she's killing her clients. Yeah. And some and would she, argue that her clients are sketchy people. Yeah, that was her whole thing. She would, I mean, she kind of did invent reasons why, but if someone, if they, like, accidentally pushed her too hard, she'd be like, oh, you're violent against women, I'm gonna kill you. You know, like, it was kind of that thing. Oh, but That, even, that was, like, her reasoning, quote-unquote. She said that? I Okay, we'll talk about it, but we'll kind of give some away. Um, because she says that, but in the article I was reading about her, it was saying that it came out to be that that wasn't the reason why. Mm. Like, that's why they put her, because they were sympathetic to her at first. Yeah. And then, I, I don't know exactly how it came out, but somehow they learned or decided that it wasn't actually because she felt, um, like they were aggressive or anything towards women. And so then that's why they did the death sentence. Oh, yeah. See, I didn't know that part. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. So Eileen Pittman Warnos, same person. Wow. I didn't know her name was Pittman before. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, but that's it for my facts. Oh, okay. So you're just going to have to rapid fire. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't have that many left either. So, um, so less than 5% of the global population lives in the U.S., but our country has more than 20% of the world's prison population. That's sad. Yeah. So we're the country with the most incarcerated people out of any other country in the world. More than 20% of all prisoners ever in the world. Wow. Because, <laughs> and uh, the article I pulled that from stated that because the U.S. Uh, prosecutes more heavily against minor crimes than anywhere else in the world, which is kind of sad for our country. Yeah. But, um, I, yeah, that was like a kind of a staggering statistic. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's so sad because the prison system, like, once you go into the prison system, I'm sure it changes you. It's not like you mm-hmm. really go into prison and you come out fully reformed. Yeah. And then it ruins your whole future anyway because you're on parole, then you have to go and tell your job, like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm out on parole. Like, it's a whole hassle after you get out of prison, too. Yeah. I understand why, but if you committed a minor crime, it would just be really, really hard to come back from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And actually learn and reform. Yeah. I agree. So... Only fifth is another statistic. Only fifteen percent of serial killers' victims are random, <gasps> making it eighty-five percent a specifically chosen person for a serial killer. I don't. I think that makes me feel better. Does it? <laughs> I think so. I. Th- it doesn't mean you know the person. It yeah, means like, like they have a type. They stalked you out and picked you. Yeah. Which I. I don't know. That doesn't make me feel any better. <laughs> but. The, the serial killers that freak me out the most are the ones that don't have an M.O. Well, that's true. Yeah. So if it's completely random, I think that would scare me more. If I knew yeah. there was a someone going around that was killing women my age, blonde hair, uh-huh. my height, whatever. Um, Dye my hair. I think I would, yeah, I'd, I'd be a little bit more aware. Uh-huh. I'd be a little, a little bit more cautious. But just if there's someone randomly going around killing people, mm-hmm. I don't know what I can't do. Any- yeah, what are you going to do? 
I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's really nothing you can do. But, like, it's not like people know that they are chosen until... Until it's happening. It's happening, you know? You... If they're good, quote unquote, you won't see them. Like, they're stalking you. Like uh, That's true. Yeah, so that that's why it doesn't make me feel any better. That's true. It's yeah. a good point. I don't know, but Maybe. also, yeah, I'd move or something. Right. Because <laughs> even, even if you have an enemy or someone that doesn't like you, you don't know that they're going to come and kill you. Yeah. Like... I mean, who thinks of that? Your brain, yeah, only women that watch true crime. Yeah, literally. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. So, the term serial killer was actually coined by Robert Ressler and the FBI in the 1970s. So, serial murder and serial killer were really modern terms, pretty much. Um, I couldn't say what they were... I think it was just, like free murder or whatever before that mm-hmm. but yeah oh also and ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um robert wrestler is the inspiration of jonathan groff's character in mindhunter the netflix show okay um that takes place in the 70s about the time when serial killer was that term was made too so that's a good show if you guys have never watched it, it's really good yeah, so I wonder, you know, when, when we say the most, because my very first fact or question was, uh, who is the most prolific serial killer? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that's someone that's convicted of killing 93 people, or has confessed to killing 93 people. Mm-hmm. So I think about it, H.H. H. Holmes probably killed more, and he was in America. Yeah. So is it the fact that, He's not listed as a serial killer because that wasn't the term for back then? I don't know. I don't... I think maybe because it doesn't count because they only prosecuted him for, like, four murders? Okay. But they... And then they, like... Because maybe... No more than eight, I think. Well, that's still a lot, you know. But, like... Like, the people who were immediately connected to him and not, like, just the guests. So, they couldn't prove that. So, maybe they can't call him, like, the most prolific because it's rumored to be up to 200 people. Uh, I see. But it's not proven. Okay. So, I don't know. That could be a factor. I think about that, too. Like, Mm -hmm. Yeah. But this, the Samuel Little was most prolific stated by the FBI in 2018. So, that was very recent so. yeah I, I guess it has to be somewhat official if they're convicted of it mm-hmm. yeah exactly um so dna profiling was used first uh in which country do you know england yeah <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> it was used first by sir alec jeffries in england in 1984 Wow, that's mm-hmm. recent. So then the next country to use DNA profiling is the US. Nope. <gasps> uh starts Sweden. with new. New Zealand. Yeah. Oh. New Zealand in the late eighties. And then us. And then us. Yeah. And then um so DNA was used in the 80s, but it, it really got, like, like fingerprinting and DNA profiling, but it really got, obviously, with technological advances, late 90s, it started to get more popular. So, yeah, it is, like, a recent Now it's, thing. like, if you, if you even, like, so much as breathe in the room, th- they, got they can find out. Yeah. Okay. So there's uh, something called luminol is used at a lot of crime scenes to detect, like, small amounts of blood. And it reacts with iron in the hemoglobin? Oh, yeah. Hemoglobin. Hemoglobin. Okay. There's an A, and it kind of threw me. So, <laughs> it's like... Um, and it emits, like, a blue light. So, that's what they used primarily for forensics to find blood, even if it's, like, been cleaned up and stuff like that. So, I that's, don't know. I think I, uh... Yeah, like, you see that in all the TV shows, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's neat. Forensics is really interesting to me. Right. Like, how can you detect it even if it's been cleaned? 
Is it only... I mean, I'm sure bleach would wash it away. I don't know. But I... Yeah, there's still, like, residue, I guess, that you can still find, which is interesting. Um, and then identical twins are the only people in the world who have the same DNA, the same set of DNA, yet they have completely unique fingerprints. So... It's so weird how your body, like, identical twins have the same DNA, but they can still be identified because no two fingerprints are ever the same. Ooh. So that's never the case. Yeah. Oh, I guess I was just registering it more. That it's, just, <laughs> it's just nuts. Yeah. It is crazy because for them to have the same DNA, you'd think that their bodies would be made essentially the same. Mm-hmm. But even any twin has just little differences where you can tell. Yeah. Or even, like, if you think if someone has the same DNA, they'd even, like, have the same brain. Like, think, think yeah. similarly. Yeah. It's weird how those it's, changes still can happen. Right. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Um, yeah. So, my last fact is a famous last word. I don't know much about this guy, but... Um, a man named James French was to be executed by the electric chair some years ago, mm-hmm. and his last words were, how's this for a headline? French fries. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's funny, because his last name's French. Oh. oh. His last name's French, and he's being electrocuted. <laughs> I mean, he said it, so he knew it was funny. Okay. <laughs> How's this for? I wonder how he thought about that, or when he thought about that. Literally, I, if he was sitting on that joke, or it, it just came to his mind. I don't know, but last what words. a way to go. I don't know what he did. We'll have to look into that crime, but yeah. <laughs> French fries. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> like I just <laughs> instantly. Yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> oh no. But I mean, yeah, I mean, he thought it was funny. Yeah, you're he right. He said it for a reason. It was a good. He knew it was a good, good headline. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, oh. what a way to go! Always laughing, but <laughs> he yeah. could be like the worst person ever. I don't know. I don't know anything about this crime. But... Right. Oh At man. At least he uh, made a good joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's all that's all I got that's all folks yeah no um yeah I like these little little tidbits I mean because it's not necessarily like we're making I mean we are saying french fries but But. (laughs) that's him otherwise otherwise it's just like little facts and tidbits um it makes you it makes you want to learn about more about each of these people yeah because I mean and I don't uh, the only one that I mentioned that we've actually covered is H.H. H. Holmes. Yeah. Which surprises me because we've we've already done, I mean, almost 30 episodes. Mm-hmm. So it's... This is 28? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's kind of crazy that there's so many famous killers as out I there. Was, yeah, and as I was putting together this list, there were a bunch of names popping up that I didn't know. I made a list on my phone of probably like 50 people uh, that I was Ugh. like, oh, we gotta cover this person that I've never heard of. And those were ones I haven't even heard of. And right. I was like, okay, like, we, we got a lot to do. And, and the thing is, all of these people people are popular. Mm-hmm. Not, or at least, um, not popular, but have... Are known. Are known and have killed quite a few people which is so nuts you don't realize how mess i mean this is over the course of history i mean mentioned h.h yeah. H. holmes which is back in uh, early 1900s late uh, 1800s yes it was um like 1890s yeah 1893 so i mean we are covering people over a long course of time but yeah. uh mm-hmm. yeah i can see why women want to learn more because they're out there Clearly. Yeah. You got to learn. You got to know what to do. Yeah, you I think do. You do. Yeah. So. It's, um, take self-defense. Oh, one thing my mom and Tracy mentioned on their podcast about why women are... They mentioned a way of self-defense. Because um, if mace is not easily accessible, I don't know how accessible it is, a good deterrent that her 
um, Tracy's sister, I think, or sister-in-law uses, she carries wasp spray around with her. And wasp spray, I'm like lisping when I say that, yeah. is useful 20 feet away. So they could be 20 feet for you, from you, spray it, they'll still feel it. So you can get that anywhere and... Yeah. Is it like a big can of it? Cause it's not like they have a carry, like a packet wasp spray. I don't know. It might be a can, but it's better than nothing. <laughs> if you're like, where do I get mace? You know what would be even more helpful? Bear wasp- spray. Oh, oh, yeah, bear <laughs> spray. That's a good one. I was going to say wasp spray with a lighter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that'd be really that useful. That would be. No, bear spray for sure. Emily and I. So crazy. Emily and I went, when we were in Canada together, I keep on talking about this trip. Uh, we had the bear spray, and oh, literally it was like on our on our person at all times. Like we had it on our <laughs> going hips. to the outhouse with and the bear spray. Yes, there was there a could time be grizzlies anywhere in right. those Canadian woods. Exactly. BC. The first couple times that Emily and I were um, having to go to the bathroom, we stood guard for each other. <laughs> I literally stood outside the outhouse with bear spray in hand. Like it was a ready. gun. Yes. Yes, I remember this. Ready to pull it. I did the any, same thing. Uh, yeah. I was like holding it out in front of me, like looking both ways. Like, <laughs> <laughs> are there any bears? Right. Oh my gosh. But I, eventually we just kind of got used to it. I know. We were like, ah, oh, if I get mauled by a bear, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then there, we called it the grumper. That was the yes, bathroom. The grumper. Oh, what a oh, time. I love it. Love those I memories. All right. Well, anyway, on that note, um, that was really interesting and fun. I think that yeah. we should uh, continue to do that mm-hmm. every now and then. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I'm Casey. I'm Emily. And you just heard a sprinkle of sugar, a dash of murder. <laughs>